0: You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 134. Let me start over. <laughs> Holding the gem. Let me not start over. That's Wild fine. That's fine. Baron Baldurk, diamond in hand. For the, for the first time in his life, in his career, calling upon the power of Moradin to peer into the lair of his enemy. Well, strictly to look at his friend who happens to be in the lair of his enemy Mm -hmm. as the invisible censor, through divine magic materializes in the air some space away from Barvik, the proprietor of all that glitters. Last night, kidnapped from his own home and place of business and taken who knows where well who knows maybe you'll knows where based on this scrying spell what you see oh jesus i dropped some batteries on my keyboard i should stop playing with the batteries look i'm a mess this, i'm a mess today okay
1: you know that's not an option i Batteries
0: have a pleasant weight to play with they do um they do yes they do they really do thank you sam uh, let me pull up my uh... Inspiration for stay home. <laughs> What an inspired That's comment It's so easy here <laughs> it's early in Batteries uh, are pleasant
2: <laughs> to hold.
0: Moradin <laughs> uh, I'm pulling up a visual aid So I can describe So give me one second uh, Describe the area that you see
2: An orange is a great snack Because it
0: doesn't get dirty while it's in your bag You see a dark Room damp even, some water on the ground pooling, uh, pooling in various areas. You see a grate on the floor where water, uh, uh, where, it seems where water can drain down, as well as drops coming from the ceiling. This is a wet place. You see a tunnel heading off in one direction and tracks along the floor. Sitting in a chair... If you have a question you may you may interrupt me to ask a question. I saw sam's mouth tunnel
3: is this uh do the walls appear to be natural or are they man-made?
0: The walls are uh are worked stone. I wanted to say hewn stone, but then I realized I don't know what the word hewn means. Cut, I think. If it just means cut, then it is hewn stone. <laughs> uh
3: fresh fresh hewn stone.
4: <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: Um sitting in a chair and, and go back to those observations when I'm done giving the whole explanation. Sure, you sure. can have some roles to, to to learn more, of course. Absolutely. Um Sitting in a chair, hands tied, bound behind the chair, legs bound to the chair legs and a hood over his head sits the unmistakable uh, figure of a dwarf. A dwarf whose body has known the long years of jewel crafting, gem cutting. It is, without a doubt, Barvik. Not least of which, because your spell is specifically designed (laughs) to look at Barvik. (laughs) And...
1: There is some confidence there.
0: Hood over his head. You can see that his body has been beaten, bloodied, bruised, uh, head covered you can only imagine the damage that's taken place uh, uh, underneath the covering but his shoulders, arms legs, body shows uh, evidence of a rough night He is sitting up he does not seem to be unconscious at the moment, he's sitting up looking around, alert now you have your moment to ask questions about the scenery before something changes. Okay. How long is, uh, your, how long is the scrying last, actually? I, I realized I, I don't, don't know.
3: Yes, so uh, it's concentration up to 10 minutes.
0: Up to 10 minutes. Oh, gotcha. Okay,
3: 10 minutes. cool. So assuming he doesn't get interrupted by someone kicking him in the balls, he'll probably <laughs> continue to look at him for 10 minutes. All right. Um, okay, so... And can only you more. see this? I believe so. This okay. is a, you see in here, a planar creature that you choose. In your
1: mind's
0: eye.
3: It does not yeah.
1: does
0: not create a uh, <laughs> a projection screen on uh, on the wall of all the glitters for everyone to... Uh,
3: I, think, <laughs> I think maybe that part it says, I mean, the focus is a, uh, a crystal ball, a silver <clears throat> mirror filled with holy water ah. as far as you know, recommendations, right. So you are looking into like the crystal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This diamond. I meant the diamond, yeah, not crystal.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, so there's water on the floor. There's a grate in the floor. Water is dripping down from the ceiling. Um, the walls are hewn stone. Barvik is tied to a chair. His legs are tied to the chair. He has a hood over his head or he's blindfolded?
5: Hood.
0: A
3: hood over his head. Hood over his head, okay. It's not amateur hour uh, right here. Great. Uh, there's a tunnel going off some direction it's, and it's dark in the room. This yes. is the information I've heard so far. Yes. How big is the room? The room is
0: sizable. Um, the 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 room is. Well, what does sizable mean? Um, it's a large room. Does not look like the room in a house. Uh, as as you're as you're as you're looking at this, it looks like a uh, a piece of uh, infrastructure. This is definitely the tunnels that would support uh, something larger. The tunnels uh, beneath a city, perhaps, could the be the
2: foundations of something.
0: Yeah, uh, you're seeing and you're seeing tracks for uh for carrying uh, uh that would be common I'm seeing for tracks. What's construction. the floor like?
3: You said it great is the floor also hewn stone? Is there mud, dirt? The, f- the floor is stone, yeah. Is there What am I seeing the It is uh,
0: damp and Oh, oh, There's tracks. Moss? Uh tracks by the way. I I should have been more clear. The tracks are like train tracks. Oh, literal, tracks, okay. literal train so there are tracks.
2: Train because tracks.
0: Or or, the cart, or skill,
2: cart. The tracking skill refers to laying tracks. train tracks.
3: So like metal rails with metal crossbar beams. Yes. <laughs> you can
5: track a train. Yes, yes. You can track
3: it. with <laughs> And they are going down the tunnel. <laughs> You
0: know, it's funny because I didn't say train tracks because I was like, well, it's not actually for a train because there aren't trains. But so I'm just going to say tracks really and that will be clear, clear
3: right? <laughs> um, does the end of a tunnel, like there's not another exit to this room?
0: Does your sensor look around or is it in a fixed position? Uh, let's there, see. there are multiple. The tracks go through this room and exit another way. There are multiple tunnels although it would be interesting to find out if the sensor is kind of uh, mobile you
3: can see in here through the sensor as if you were there the sensor moves with the target remaining within 10 feet of it for the duration creature that like can the see mine. so I have to stay within 10 feet of it seems okay She's sounds okay. like
2: the mine do you see any ore What type? if you can determine what type of mine that yeah. narrows it down
3: hmm. sorry I was roll, looking at the spell Do you say there was another exit roll can I look is- around
0: Roll an investigate check, and yes, the tunnel the tunnel goes uh, out multiple okay. places.
3: Okay, cool. Um, I was like, "Where are my dice?" But I don't have not rolling my physical dice. I'm rolling the tabletop simulator.
0: Yes, in fact, I'll go watch you do it. Uh, let's
3: see. Kills. Oh, Unfortunately, Bairn has ten intelligence and nothing in investigations. This is with a zero.
5: If only you could have used inspiration.
3: Inspiration! <laughs> if only Sam had done the howdy, but he was busy playing WoW with everybody else. That's oh, an eight. Close to a 20. An eight. For the total of
0: eight. Baron finds the stonework familiar. Baron is a dwarf. Even... Even botching a role Baron can't help but notice the stonework and put some sort of mental connection together what he knows is that it's familiar and not uh, and not from like a dwarven place so he Baron
3: is proficient with Mason's tools so he is familiar with stonework he's familiar with stonework
0: of- and he sees a uh, uh, he sees familiar stonework um, but can't place it at the moment perhaps okay He'll there? need to confer with his allies later. So I'm in a big room.
3: There are minecart tracks, we'll say. Uh, and they're exiting several places from this room? Or just like one set of tracks going... One set
0: of tracks goes, you know, out two places. But then there out are two, two other tunnel exits... Um, that don't have tracks. That don't have tracks. Okay. And it's damp. A lot of and this is.
3: An ample the side tun- room.
0: the tunnels are like circular tunnels.
3: Okay, so this is sort of like a junction point of some sort of an yes. underground damp Could it structure. Be river? It's damp. There's a grate, which means this isn't the lowest point. There's going to be drainage somewhere to something.
2: Drainage. Um, and yeah, okay. either river or deep, or both.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's lights. No light. No light sources?
0: Um, there are a couple of... Um, there are a couple of lanterns on some makeshift tables nearby. Uh, boxes that seem to be used for tables. A couple of bits strewn... Uh, uh, a couple of papers and coin uh, strewn about a couple of boxes. People have definitely been here recently. So there's the recent some other
3: day. furniture, other objects and debris in the room? Yes. Other than just the tracks and barbecue. Are there
5: are there any brands or insignias burned into the sides of those boxes? Like you know, barbecue. That's a good question. Or, yeah.
0: It's a, is, is Baron it's
3: explaining all
0: fraud. of this? Uh, like explaining what he sees to everybody? Yeah, that's
3: a good idea. Mm-hmm. Then, Baron. Then and then could, add, could ask. Could yeah.
5: Yeah. Is true. but it's gonna take him ten minutes to ask the question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is there? Mm a label on the boxes he says thinking about the label they put on their boxes when they sell their thing
3: yeah baron is looking at any of the man made or dwarf made or elf made or whatever made uh, objects or items to try and get some clues as to who may be who may be running this place there
0: is a sigil on the side of a couple of the boxes is a sigil that you recognize of the sons of iron. Describe the symbol to me, Sam.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How how do you like it? I cast scrying. I cast scrying, Sam. What do you see? It's
2: it's a shining sun and an anvil. Yes, their name is a
0: pun. (laughs) Uh... (laughs)
5: Well, they're the suns, so, you know, there's uh, it's
2: the it's a baby tomorrow. coming I mean, out of a vagina.
3: I mean, it's. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Dan's pun one, because that seems oh, great. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Do Dan. It. I mean, it. Uh, an anvil. It, it's, it's sort of a, a morphing of Morden's symbol, because Morden's symbol is an anvil in flame. This is an anvil with a sun behind it. Okay, I wrote it in well, Slack. So
2: because we all get
0: it. Alright.
2: We yeah. won't forget the thing.
0: I, I would say it's it's an almost... It's an almost offensive sigil. Yeah, it's almost sacrilegious. It's almost sacrilegious because the the similarity uh, with the symbol of Moradin is too close to be... You know, lots of anvils it's are obviously in, in, in insignia sure. all over the place. This one, it's the anvil from... The classic Morden sigil, and to use that, but to change it and say this is us—it's a statement.
3: You're not yeah, not for- they're
1: clearly a more secular organization than uh, typical dwarves would uh, would would tolerate.
3: Or maybe they're religious religious extremists. Ah, we'll find out. Oh, mm-hmm. I see would I be though. So. <laughs> it's gonna be like the dwarven version of ISIS.
4: Mm-hmm. Aurora, could your father be Twice involved it. in an insurance <laughs> scam?
0: amazing um a man walks into the room he's wearing heavy leathers head to toe hood pulled uh, over the top of his head but face clearly visible a huge cigar we have cigars in this world right yeah
3: yeah we have definitely- huge cigar
0: <laughs> huge cigar stuck in his mouth over his fairly unkempt beard which spills down to about uh, to about his kind of upper chest level he's got uh, uh, he's got a fat blade in one hand I mean a dagger would be more kind of slender and elegant this thing is just it's just fatter it's just a fat dagger sure. and got uh, he's got a crossbow. Slung on his back, which uh, the the top of which sort of protrudes over there. the top of his head, and he's got tattoos running down both arms—dwarven, uh, dwarven sigils down one side, and some sort of unrecognizable pattern on the other arm. He has a large rope attached to his belt, along with several other pouches. He is the picture of a rough and tumble character he's a dwarf
3: Fascinating. and he's a dwarf can we see the picture that you're referring to
0: no i just made all that up on the fly because i have a really good <laughs> imagination is it a picture of santa claus uh fine i'll share the picture uh well i you know i don't
2: a rough and tumble God. santa claus
1: this is the problem you with timid up
0: a
2: rough and tumble santa claus
0: the the <laughs> Yeah, you know, I can, I can put it in Slack pretty easily, so I will share it in Slack for you yeah, all. Yeah, it seems like
3: Tabletop Simulator you're gonna have to import like, an image and create an object and do a million things.
0: Yeah, and, and, and because of that, Tabletop Simulator has been great so far um, when I've got highly prepped scenarios. I'm wondering if we ought to try something like Roll20 one of these weeks. Um, because it is more conducive for quick improv uh, on-the-fly adjustments, yeah. drag images into the window, shares with everybody. Um, you know, it's purpose-built for D&D. Or, or um, uh, uh, there's another one that I really want to try that's uh, similar. There are multiple excellent virtual tabletops as long for as I can D&D. draw my
2: ground effects.
0: Um, it's just a, something to put out there for the future. Uh, but I will, um, I will put... This character in Slack So that we can all, you can all see him There he is
5: Do the Sigils have Meaning Father Baldek
3: Hang on, sorry, I was trying to get the image low There it is
2: Hmm and did we confer...
5: Actually, get yeah, Kevin first.
3: That's an awesome art, by the way.
5: It's good art. Is it on art. Tabletop Simulator?
3: No, it's, it's on, uh, on Slack in general. Oh, okay, thank you.
0: Uh yeah, uh, the sigils running down his left arm do say something. Kevin, fuck you, Friars. since you asked, Kevin, it is a uh, it's a badass like bad guy character, cool phrase thing that a senior member of the sons of iron wears. What is it?
5: Says Moradin didn't love me enough, but enough is spelled E N U F F. (laughs) He got, he got the tattoo when he was really young.
2: He got it. He got
5: it when he was a dwarven teenager. Uh, That
0: is what it is now. He has Morden didn't love me enough.
5: (laughs) We got that from uh, we watched Raising Arizona last night and uh, there's a character in Raising Arizona who's like a evil guy and he has a mama didn't love me enough (laughs) tattoo.
0: He walks right up to Barvik. Barvik tilting his head around within the hood and he says says oh it's not time for round three yet and uh, uh, and he clocks him over the head with his fist holding the dagger in his hand just right to the back of the head and Barvik slumps down in his seat straining against the restraints as they hold him upright Uh, this dwarf walks over to the uh, uh, to one of the boxes, stabs his dagger down uh, on the box and uh, and stands there. Another dwarf walks into the room. Oh, sorry. Went to the wrong place here.
3: And this dwarf... I do love hearing your descriptions before I see <laughs> the picture first, so... Before you you that matter, I appreciate it. Well,
5: it's Baron's father.
0: This dwarf... A little more lightly armored, but heavy fur lining around his uh, shoulders and neck. Uh, A slightly receding hairline on this dwarf does not detract from his uh, uh, from his long, matted hair that flows down over his shoulders. A, A slightly Slightly darker hair and a bit more kempt beard on this one. He carries a large dagger strapped right across his uh, right across his chest and a uh, and a what would be a short sword for a human and more like a what's a regular sword? It's just a regular old sword. Short sword. A, a long sword. I guess that's just what a short sword, a sword is. He's got a short sword, short sword. Uh, strapped to his uh, a short sword strapped to his belt. And slung on his back is a uh, is an axe. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and share that picture with you as well. This is, this this is Sons of Iron number two. They're
5: ready to fight. Yeah. Get some I
3: ready. think
5: these are bad guys.
3: Oh, these are these are dwarves who are down for business. Baron is describing all these in exactly the way that Greg is describing all of these uh, <laughs> uh, to everyone in the room around him as he looks. He's a
2: sword. He's it, it, just like a normal sword. It's,
3: uh, well, it's a sword. <laughs> <You know> exactly <laughs> the same way. With a, you know, the dwarvish Scottish accent. It's true. A few eyes and something.
0: I... Garten says the second dwarf that walked in. Garten. Garton. G-A-R-T-O-N.
3: He says that name, Garton.
0: And Garton looks at him and says, Daler. D-A-L-I-R. Now you have them. Just use code
5: names. One might be scrying. Dallar.
0: Say again? Spell the second name again, sorry. Uh, D-A-L-I-R. I-R. Dallar is speaking. The second one to walk in, the one with the axe on the back. He says... just returned from the barrel says had an interesting conversation with a uh, with a fellow there got uh, says you've heard of Kunjakar. you know what's going on there and uh, and he nods and they continue a conversation talking a little bit about Kunjakar repeating what you guys already know <laughs> uh, they
5: believe that Adric discovered it right he says, this
0: he explains that this fellow in the barrel was uh, was spouting some uh, uh, some alleged truths about Kunjakar, the true discoverers of this place, Wrong. this wizard named uh, Druston the Green, uh, and uh, talking about a. A fellowship of dwarves spread throughout the uh, throughout the Sword Coast. The Truthers they call themselves. The uh, the the have this crazy theory. About, uh, about the discovery of Kunjakar not happening as the official record states, this group of adventurers finding it and discovering some, uh, some dark secrets about, uh, about the history of the dwarves of the Sword Coast, uh, some big giant conspiracy, and uh, and la- Garton is is laughing about it as he's explaining it. But Daller is not. Uh, Daller is not standing there with humor, and he says, he says, well, get this. He says these people, these truthers, their description of uh, of those discoverers. It's pretty specific, pretty consistent, and he goes into an explanation of a group of adventurers. Three dwarves traveling with a tower, a Goliath that towers over all of them. Uh, all members of this, original discoverers of Kunjakar. And, uh, and Dallar says, sound familiar? And that's when Garten stops laughing. And, and uh, Garten stands up, stands up straight and says, this job always, always felt fishy. He says... I think we deserve a bit more answers about this. I think, uh, I think there's some more coin to be had in this uh, before this is over. And that's when your scrying timer runs out.
3: Perfect. Thank you. Right. At
6: a dramatically Choose appropriate kid. moment.
5: Sounds really cool. <laughs>
6: right,
3: he's a good lot.
4: They didn't mention a turtle.
3: Well, I'm sorry, Grumbar, but uh, we did leave you in uh, Mirabar, I believe. Before
4: you we don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I, I said uh, it. Mirabar. The barrel. Aye, sounded like a, a place. Maybe a bar or a restaurant?
0: It's a bar. For this... It's a bar here in Silvery
5: Moon.
3: Who's Say saying that? Aurora says that. Aurora, okay, that's my guess. Just making sure it wasn't her sister or something. <laughs> bit of bad, hey?
5: Fair, or fair
0: clarification. She says, it's in the, what you might call the rough side of town. Mm. Says, not a very pleasant place to drink if all you're looking for is drink. But if you're looking for a bit more, might be the best place in town.
3: If they just came from there, that means they're close. So he haven't left the city.
0: I noticed that too. Based on your relaying of what they said.
3: Aye. And this is a job. I wonder if this is I suppose Adder could be involved, but I always suspect Adder's involved. Is your father involved with any other people that want to do him harm? Is there some business consortium in the city? I don't know. What's Who might his enemies be?
0: Oh, my father deals... My father deals in high... Uh... What's the word here? Uh, High is the wrong word. My father is careful with the business... uh, uh, With the company he keeps when it comes to his business. But the nature of the trade is that uh, is it inevitably? Sometimes we will uh, we will run across fellows and do business with people that you perhaps might not want to ordinarily associate with, but
3: this doesn't objects feel objects of high value do tend to interact the unsavory types.
0: But nothing like this has ever occurred before. Usually, when we uh, if there's trouble, it's it's much smaller. Perhaps. Uh, a single mercenary sent to try to uh, to try to shake us down. My father puts an end to that.
5: They <laughs> seem to in know good, good. you, Master Hawk. And of you, Father Baldurk.
4: I'd hate to be too optimistic, but it seems like if your grandpappy... Yeah, we got two of them. Okay. Yeah, we still got two of them here. I usually <laughs> think of it as Justin's grandpappy. <clears throat> your grandpappy wanted to send them we would have gotten a ransom note or something to try to get to you facets and the grumbuds
3: Hi, has there been any communication from those who took him
4: Grumbad addressing
0: aurora or aurora's sister
5: daughters
0: oh uh aurora's
3: sister his name is
5: Helena or something, her, uh, or
0: something? Helena, yeah. Her Luna. eyes still red from crying, but has... Mentioning
3: Grumbar's note of a ransom note or something like that.
0: Yeah, but has uh, regained um, a bit of her composure and walks in. She says, we haven't had anything. No communication <laughs> from, uh, from whoever did this. I, I can only assume that what they want was my father himself.
4: Um, well, at the very least, that means they won't know we're coming.
5: Massimo is going to go over to Helena uh, and Massimo is very tall. So he gets down on his knees and he looks Helena in the eye and he's going to cast a spell. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. He's going to cast. Flash missile. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> we shouldn't have trusted him. Uh, no, he's going to cast heroism. A willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery. Uh, They're immune to being frightened, temporary hit points, uh, a few other little things. But the idea is that he is uh, filling her spirit with bravery uh, through this spell. Uh, And he kind of takes her hands in his big old meaty gator hands. um, And uh, he says to her, I know this is frightening. But your father is alive, and it must be a comfort to him to know that in his absence, his shop is in such capable, strong hands. And as he speaks, he casts the spell, and warmth flows up her fingers and arms and into her soul, and she just feels a sense of bravery against the situation.
0: She stands up, a bit taller, wipes one of her eyes, and she says, "They messed with the wrong dwarves."
3: Aye. How do we
1: uh quickly go about making our way up the food chain of the Sons of Iron? Sounds
3: like Battle might be a place to start.
5: I'll drive. What? I'll drive and he points to the <laughs> very fine carriage that Mock had hired. Commissioner. <laughs> Mach gives him a nod and said
1: Alright, let's leave it to Rob then to look for any other evidence while we go hard at the trail we've got.
3: Rob, give me a moment. <laughs> Baron takes a look look at at, at Rob and says uh, I don't know. Tries to make small talk with him for a few seconds. And uh, tries to get familiar with Rob in case we need to (laughs) send him a Uh, sending. Insight. (laughs) Yeah.
5: You find a dagger in your back.
2: You've been robbed of your
5: blood.
3: And then proceeds. (laughs)
5: Moss will, well, will climb into the cart because he is proficient in land vehicles unlike some of the creep people
3: around here
4: uh, if we go uh, off a ramp i could drive
3: it definitely not proficient in uh, land vehicles i would definitely
5: confirm that uh and again there i mean there is a hired driver for this but by now he knows the routine and uh once everyone's loaded it up it's like He's in like the turret. He's like yeah.
1: the gunner, <laughs> no, not driving this bus. In fact, uh, maybe maybe legit. No, legit. Like mock, rusts around in a pack and hands the driver a crossbow. And he's like, I mean,
3: wasn't this wagon full of like trade goods?
1: You yeah. described
3: like silks and velvets and fine cheeses.
1: Absolutely. And he says, "Do you know how to work this? I don't know, Matt." I, I, I imagine you had to do your own security from time to time.
0: Who's he what asking? Does my,
1: I what that was a mock is asking the driver as he arms him <laughs> to
5: the crossbow. <laughs> uh,
0: he looks at mock. What kind of driver is this? Just like a like a human the guy? Fancy
5: carriage driver. Oh, who's the We haven't decided driver? yet. We hired
3: a limo. We went to someone's house. Heard there was a kidnapping. Told the limo to get in the back and handed him a gun. <laughs> no driver. That gun.
0: gun.
1: That's precisely. <laughs> uh,
3: right as Mock is <laughs> handing
6: what the crossbow. An of
0: right as Mock is uh, is handing him the crossbow, a uh, a man appears out of nowhere from a side alley. A man with long white. Uh, a long white beard, bald, and spectacles that reflect the light so brightly that they are just white uh, white discs in front of his eyes. He's, wearing a, looking he's wearing a traveler's backpack on his back, and he looks grimy. Not scrim grimy. Like city grimy.
5: We know this guy.
0: Uh, you have not seen this man before there is a pot handle sticking out uh uh over one shoulder attached to his pack and you think is that whiskers that you see peering out uh over the top of his head and then a rat pokes his head up and looks at you and then scurries back down the man uh uh the man keeps his distance about 10 feet away, and he says, It's a mighty fine cart you have there. Don't see so many of these uh, these days.
3: Uh, can I help you, kind sir? Do you, are you in need of a few coppers or something? We're in a bit of a <laughs> rush.
0: I'll never turn down a few coppers, uh, an offer from such a distinguished dwarf such as yourself. Mm. Uh, I was simply admiring your cart here. Uh, Also, if coppers are too much trouble, uh, silvers and gold are also accepted. I do have many mouths to feed as he gestures uh, over his shoulder and three more mouse heads uh, uh, peer up. That's Chompers and his family, you see.
5: Ah. Uh, <laughs> look towards mock. I don't how he wants to approach the situation.
4: <laughs> Who do you usually deal with?
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm hop- happy to offer a small gift of charity. Uh, what are you? But, but yeah. as I said, we're in a bit of a rush, and I hope you and your family are able to do well. He grabs the pot, uh, the pot handle,
0: and pulls it out, and it's like a big old cooking pot, like a good like 13 inches in diameter, like too large to be carrying around on a traveler's backpack. Uh, and he simply holds it up towards Baron, and he says, "Very well, then." I bet he
6: stole that thing.
3: Baron throws in a handful of coppers, and uh, thinking a moment, says, "There was some ruckus that went down here." A night ago. It was last night. He got kidnapped. How long ago was it? Last night. Uh, are you local to these
0: parts? If you're asking if I saw what happened at the jeweler's shop, then the answer is yes.
3: Oh, we'd be very appreciative of anything you could happen to tell
0: us. (laughs) I'd be very appreciative to add a couple gold to the pot.
5: Simo gives him a healing potion and puts <laughs> that on top, and says, "This should be more useful than gold."
0: He says, "Oh, spirits!" and he uncorks it and shoots it back.
5: Oh dear! <laughs> Did he turn Not into a like it, just, guess, oh, no. out of his back. A few scabs heal up.
0: Yeah, he uh, he does. He, he all of a sudden, he was slumping down and he stands up a little straighter and he says, oh, my.
5: What can I help you guys with now?
0: <laughs> he says, yeah, you uh, must be wondering about that dwarven lass that came around early this morning. Is that what it is?
3: What dwarven lass?
1: Tell us more.
0: Uh, he jingle jangles the pots. <laughs> Pot in front of Baron. He says, uh, I'd be delighted to.
3: I mean, uh, is not excuse me. Baron is not tr- usually uh, what well, seems like the going rate for bum bribes.
4: I <laughs> mean, bull? this
1: seems for sure like a matter for the church.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> yeah. To,
1: I'm okay. Happy to let him take point on charitable.
3: Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Baron digs around in his pocket. What's yeah, the in
0: going, what's business the book, the, the, the going rate for paying bums is zero. So... He, yeah.
1: <laughs> but for information, he's much more sympathetic. That's true. And as true. He, That's true. he hears more, he's like looking at Baron, who's kind of already...
3: Baron looks for his smallest denomination of currency. He's given away all his copper. He has 31 silver, which is not quite a gold, Yes. Ten. That's thir- three gold. Correct. I yeah. mean, a, a couple 10, gold. Ten each. Okay. It's ten each. Okay. Great. Yes. All right. He, so he he hands him thirty-one silver, which is equivalent to like three gold worth, which is pretty good, and it's in small denominations, so easy to spend.
5: Uh, he says, when he's uh, doing this. Small
0: denominations, easier to spend.
5: <laughs> Massimo's gonna uh, try to convince this guy to to spill everything with this payment, but in a gentle way. All right. He as he pays him, he says, "Silver, like the scales of Bahamut, my friend. The school or the temple, the teachings of Bahamut tell us that. Uh, uh what word am I looking for here?" Like social consciousness. Is this uh, a
3: human dwarf, elf? Nah. What are we looking
5: at like Oh, fellowship. Yeah, we. Oh, fellowship was a greater treasure than any that a favor paid forward will pay itself over and over again. I urge you: demand no more payment, and unburden yourself of that which you wish to tell us
4: this is, this is
0: <laughs> roll your what is this persuasion
5: persuasion guess, check He's a gentle giant he's not um, trying to scare uh
2: you. before uh, as that's happening i'd like to aid in a different form is uh-huh. out peeking his head out of the uh of the carriage is just grumbar's head with a big smile on it as he lightly drums and you and he's smiling so he goes he's guessing friends there's a cantrip there's no save on this one it looks like I've never seen this there's a cantrip at will for the duration which is up to one minute you have advantage on all charisma checks directed at one creature of your choice that isn't hostile towards you at the end of the the spell he knows that we've used magic to influence his mood
5: so you got one minute timer (laughs) so there
2: you go so he likes Uh, us now
5: here's my roll and then advantage
4: uh, and Gumbo just. Yep. 20, 20, 20, oh my god! Advantage roll.
5: Seven and twenty. So I got a total of Ooh. twenty-seven. All right. Sorry.
4: Twenty-seven.
6: 27. <laughs> oh my god! I forgot about
0: that. <laughs> he says. You're he, welcome. Yeah, uh, I put the uh, picture by the way in Slack. If you want to see the guy. Oh, oh, oh Wait, oh, that's oh, weird. Oh, it, oh, it didn't oh, like
3: show him. There it goes. At it's least up. not for me. It showed a PNG file, and then it popped up. That yeah, we, guy is great. It reminds, the King, it reminds me of the King of Rats from our San Francisco game. It reminds me of that, too. uh an sized pot. Yeah.
0: He says, mm, Very well, I... He says, ah, This lady came uh, poking around here this morning, bright, bright red hair, as red as the juiciest apple that's a terrible analogy uh Mm -hmm. as red as a burning barn and uh looked pretty tough she had metal on her armor metal
1: uh that is
0: unusual (laughs) oh my
1: god was the armor
3: made of metal
0: uh that's what I said. Metal armor, kinda. And, and she was poking around at this place quite a bit, peering in the windows, trying to get a peek at what happened.
5: This was after the incidents.
0: Another interested party? "'Oh, that's what it sure looked like. "'I wasn't here last night, "'but she was here early in the morning "'before the sun did rise. "'She was muttering to herself, "'muttering quite a bit, if I do say so myself. "'I heard her say, "'Sons of Iron, "'and then I heard her say, "'Blast it all, "'and then I heard her say, "'I'm gonna go get a drink
3: at the barrel.'" Well, wow. uh, you have given us invaluable information. Uh, bright red hair, dwarven woman, human woman, elven woman.
0: She's a dwarf. Unless dwarf. I need to get a new. And then he wiggles his uh, sh- his like bright white glasses. Prescription.
3: Uh is there? Could have been a tall
0: gnome. There? Could have been a tall Ooh, that, gnome.
4: That was very detailed. Or a
0: turtle without its shell. Ooh. And facial reconstruction surgery.
4: <laughs> by Muhammad's <Bahamut's> beard. <laughs> <My> <laughs>
3: Continue, Ma. Don't judge ah. a book
0: by its covers, what I've always say. That's what Squeaker says. Squeaker is Chomper's friend.
1: Squeakers, uh, you are, uh, we we appreciate your help. You say that the woman showed
3: up clearly. Don't talk after. to
0: Squeakers, you talk to Scruffy. Scruffy talks to Squeakers.
3: Scruffy is who we're addressing <laughs> now. Of
1: course. Uh, then same question. Was it certainly then the uh, ruckus had concluded before this woman arrives. As in, did you see anything unusual before the woman
0: oh. appeared? Oh, there was much commotion at the shop. all oh, Scruffy could hear compl- uh, could hear some crying coming in the shop. Scruffy always notices the crying. It uh, sounds like it was after something worth crying about. Scruffy is drawn to the crying.
5: Let's get... Where this is there is the crying, bureau.
0: there is oftentimes discarded food in Scruffy's experience. But, uh... Many meals left on a table as a result of those crying and walking away.
2: Grumbar's face, his smile is, uh, smalening, and he says,
4: My song's about to end.
0: Scruffy knows
2: sadness.
3: Pulls out another three gold, this time in gold. (laughs) Hands it to him and says, Thank you very much for your aid." uh, Your information has been very helpful.
5: Yeah, Massimo gives him a few onions.
0: Thank you for the coin and the brew.
4: Let's get it. And the the onions. Yeah. Uh,
0: And then uh, as Scruffy uh, starts to turn, Aurora pokes her head out of the cart and says, "Bye, uh, Bye, Scruffy. And Scruffy looks back and says, Oh, bye, Aurora! <laughs> and then he walks off.
4: Amazing.
3: Is he a fixture
0: oh. around these parts? Oh, yes. Uh, Scruffy the street blabber is what they call him.
3: Street blabber. blabber. He just. Oh, oh he likes he's to blab, blab on sometimes. I,
4: he's gonna oh. know that I used magic <laughs> on him.
3: <laughs> well, we paid him, so, you know. Just
4: shorten the whole negotiation process.
3: Aurora, do you
5: know where the barrel is? Yes. Come up front and navigate.
0: It's a short ride. I'm going
5: very fast and don't know where I'm going.
0: I've walked by the barrel many times. I've always wished I had the courage to walk in. I always assumed it would have the most interesting fellows traveling through town. But the stories of what goes on in that place says, My father forbid it. Not that that was the reason I didn't go.
3: What goes on in that place? Fighting. Okay, that's not (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> what just fighting? i like we all
5: we are like i
3: was like bear. human sacrifices It
4: <laughs> will <laughs> talk of people's widows
5: <laughs> Baron and mock and grumbar all like pause and wait for bear to say something and then realize that she's not there
6: <laughs> oh so sad
5: mm, fighting i can handle the fight it's a quick
0: uh, so, cart right yeah. cart ride to the barrel. The driver of the barrel says So this is like a this is like a fancy limo. Oh we didn't actually have him talk. He's got the crossbow <laughs> on his lap as he's uh, as he's driving the cart. No, no Massimo's driving oh. the cart. He's just yeah, oh Massimo's driving. driving the cart. <laughs> That's right. He, That's he right. He
1: turned him into shotgun and gave him a crossbow. Yeah. yeah.
0: He does I would appreciate okay. if you would uh I, I would appreciate if you could keep the cart away from the entrance to the building. Uh it's not the best place for such a fancy vehicle to be parked.
3: I mean it is heavily laden with valuable trade oh,
6: goods. You
3: probably have unloaded this before we left, but we were in a bit of a hurry.
0: You were also not very open about what we were going to be doing, he says.
5: This would be <laughs> a good distraction for if we want to get into the bar without facing too many enemies.
3: It's a, it's a bar. I think we just have to offer to buy alcohol.
1: Aye. Uh, dwarven bar always attracts of all sorts. And, uh, been in a few rough and tumble places myself, as you know, poked a few noses myself. Yeah. Ah, long in the past, though. Nothing I'd be, <laughs> be doing this, this day, or have been itching to do for a long time and haven't Very had the chance to. No, not at all. It should be fine.
3: Cousin, I, once we get Bodric back, I'm sure plenty of time for drinks and celebration, but I agree uh, it has been, has been a bit of a while that, Fishing Town? Was that the last time?
1: Let's, uh, move in. Let's, uh, keep it
3: casual. So we're in the rough part of town, coming up to the barrel. Oh, yeah. So, rough
0: part of town, and you see the barrel. Uh, one second. I have got a description of the barrel here.
3: Love it. I love prepared descriptions. They're just, I don't know, something about it. it
0: does Sorry, it for me. it's not a highly prepared description, but it is. It hey, could just be like the
3: barrel's a bar. and I'll, It'll still do it for me.
0: With a curved roof like that of a barrel, the immediate impression you get when stepping inside is this, as if you are uh, looking up from the inside of a giant barrel perfect cool love it Hmm. the uh wooden sort of like sloped uh uh is like a even even the uh where the walls meet the floor is slightly sloped inward before uh before it goes not a ton or you'd lose a lot of seating space but then as it goes up higher it's just this big rounded thing like a barrel
3: turned on its side Hmm. Hmm. i can imagine
1: it's a place like that in south fleet a bunghole for ventilation
3: upon entering Baron searches with his eyes, looking for red-headed female dwarves. Uh, You see a red-headed
0: female dwarf sitting alone at a table with a large mug, a pint. Uh, I will share that
3: picture now.
5: Do we see either of those two ruffians who we had seen in the
3: yeah carton or Dahlier. dollar
5: Dahlier? dollar bill?
0: Uh from a scan around the room, roll a perception check.
3: I'll roll that check.
5: Roll that. Check. I'll aid you with
3: it. I love this it. This is a really short tavern loop. I shall roll one die, and you shall roll the other. <laughs> Ooh, I hope you rolled well. Uh, I gave well. you uh, 13. Ooh, I appreciate your 13 because it is much better than my four. Did
5: uh, you look for... over there?
3: Uh, So 13 plus nine for 22
0: total. 22 total. You get a pretty good sense of the place with a quick scan um, at each of you do and you do not see the dwarves that you saw in your scrying.
3: Yeah, because unlike a lot of our visions, that was real time. So when we were looking at them, they were in that cave. So unless they came back here since the time we drove to the bar. Let's see if this tavern's good.
2: He gets back from the bar. Mm, I'm thirsty. Let's go back to the bar.
5: <laughs> I get thirsty when I get scryed on.
3: Uh, <laughs> I get scryed. parked.
5: Oh, she really does like a on her armor.
3: Smooth talking. Mark oh
5: yeah, says, you can check
0: Slack to see the uh what this <sighs> which big gloves. Dwarf
1: Mock like. says
3: Oh there we head. go.
1: We need a few we need a few to, to do the talking and a few to do the looking out. He says, uh happy to do either. Uh but then he looks over the redhead and he says, Aren't you partial of the redheads, Bear?
3: I'm taken.
5: Or, and he yeah. says, uh, alright, I'll do the talking. Wait. is staying by Mach's side.
3: And uh, but Mach does Bear does take a look and says, Cousin, I mean.
5: She might be related.
3: Well, I don't know. <laughs> to say clever, but it's escaped me,
4: so Bear, as you as you, have you have say, say, he says, I know, I know, I'm partial to redheads too. Oh I will keep an eye out and draw some attention with some delightful playing.
1: Ah, uh, diversion!
3: I mean, Grumbard, your excellent music has made many hours more possible on the gift. So I'm sure these fine patrons of this establishment probably wouldn't be offended by it.
4: I've I ah, enjoyed being on the gift.
3: Well, I do. Because not if as much, you not being on the gift, but it's oh, not bad.
0: Okay. Aurora pats Grumbar's shell and says, It's a lovely time.
4: <laughs> Alright, Mock, you're approaching.
0: I do. What is that? so Bairn is in his like silvery moon kind of disguise ish, right? His yeah. his silvery moon clothing. He's it's not Wolverine broadcasting clothes, his clothes. his senior priest of Morden status. Yeah. Accurate. Senior cleric, um, what is mock? What is uh? How does mock present?
1: Uh, mock is turning heads left and right. He is dressed to impress to meet his business partner on an incredibly important oh, yeah. return right. to do business, like and kick off the next most um, one of the most important things he's ever built in his life.
3: Yeah, we were dressed like, to
1: party. He looks fucking awesome. But, but also, but perhaps, oh, go very ahead. Very much, very much uh very much a not gaudy, but the word I'm looking for is distracting.
0: Distracting and perhaps very out of place in this place. I would say so. This is like you're
3: wearing a suit and tie and you walked into a Denny's at two A.M.
0: There's a right. lot of there's a lot of like one eyed scowls looking at mock <laughs> as uh uh as a fancy some, man, huh? Says we got a fancy one in here tonight. <laughs> As one of them uh, yeah. uh, kicks back, the rest of his uh, the rest of his drink. Say
1: has been go ahead fairly high class before, and he just ignores them all. He's been well above the median at times, and he knows you pay them no credence, and he. That's forward. how you know a man who's a
0: comfortable in his fancy attire, as opposed to yeah. dressing up in it.
1: There's a reason he owns that fancy attire.
5: <laughs> and he, car- he carries it as such. Mossimo's not sitting down. He's just standing, like, a little bit behind Mock and to the side. And he's just, like, giving an eye to anyone who looks over there. This sees himself as watching out for Master Hawk.
3: Yeah. So, go ahead.
0: yeah,
1: you know, he he kind of approaches purposefully to the table, and once he appro- once he get, gets kind of you know, a, a respectful few feet away, he uh, he hopefully gets the attention of this uh, of this woman.
0: He's very go, noticeable. She looks up. She looks oh. up. Wait
1: oh, a talks. Oh, this, voice this doesn't talks add up. Now. He says, uh, greetings. May I sit?
6: Friend. You're a little bit dressed up for a place like this.
1: Uh, when I left, oh. when I left the inn this morning, I didn't intend on arriving here but uh, my path was diverted.
6: She kind of raises an eyebrow. She says, are you with all of those people? She gestures to the people you came in with. Says, I. There's a long silence as she looks you over, she says, oh, you.
3: Did I, hear I think, we, did I think we missed the first word. I heard oh, "ou." Yeah, oh,
6: that's what I heard. No, she said, "Do do I know you?"
3: Oh, this. Uh,
6: no,
1: not as of yet. We were we were told that you may be uh, here. Told. He says, "Uh,
6: Why?
1: Why, I who believe... are you
6: thinking that telling about me?
1: As as he continues to talk, he takes a seat respectfully, yeah, but she, they're, they're they're in the conversation, so he's she, kind of leaning forward kind of a like little
6: lively. bit. Lively, yeah, she, she kind of like just kind of waves her hand very casually towards where he's already moving to sit. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like if we're gonna get by into all it, means. Like, let's get into it. Yeah, so uh, sit
6: your ass down.
1: So he he, he he takes the seat and he says. uh we uh.
6: And before what... he can before he can open his mouth, she like whistles real loud and like holds up two fingers to the barkeep and is just like points at her thing. Is uh. two, like shoot two, two of those mugs show up within within the minute or two.
3: Yeah. Comment from uh, Grandmar, please do.
2: An appropriate gap. I want to do. I want to uh, do a roll with with the performance stuff to basically. Uh, Partly give you give you more privacy, so to to make it stand out if anyone is eavesdropping on you guys. So I this is a perfect identity. moment, okay? Because as those there.
1: cups arrive, mock stops talking about anything else, it just shows respect to the ale that's arrived and raises it for a toast, and then a long draught. And as they drink, you know, the attention of everyone kind of uh, turns towards the music at play, which maybe has picked up a little bit for one reason or another or another.
2: Um. <clears throat> Grumbar, uh, this is, this is with purpose, uh, because he, uh, the goal here is to, uh, get just general eavesdroppers to be distracted by, by this, but also the, the thing of, if you get everyone in the room to pay attention on one side, it will stand out if someone is actively trying to, if, if oh, someone is, is really purposefully, good. um, listening in on you guys. Yeah. He's gonna try to, us? try to, specifically make it stand out if someone besides you two is is listening in on the conversation and in like that it. effort we don't usually do like a a, a double uh, two roles but um i'd love to grumbar knows what he's doing i want to basically take a little of time to read the audience as a rough and tumble crowd he could easily play something that rubs the wrong way and doesn't actually get their attention he wants to take a little bit to use insight to get a sense of what music would actually not just uh, become like, there's, you know, you can go to a place and like people will play music and just no one pays attention. He wants to play the type of music that will, that will enthrall people. Um, so could I, go I've
5: got friends in loop.
3: It's dance. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's,
0: it's toe tappers. It's, it's the music that gets people moving. It's the and, karaoke bar
3: and you want the whole bar to sing with
0: you. And in a bar like this, it's not the kind of music that is often presents itself. And if done wrong, it's not the kind of music that's welcome here.
2: Okay. Excellent. Um, and he throws in some prestigitation to just make it a little spiced up. But the key is he reads the room, he spices it up, and then I love to do performance check. Are we ready for that? Do we have portents?
3: I don't <laughs> think we have portents. Don't have druston don't have drusen. No
6: drusen. No portents.
1: <laughs> what about yeah, um, that's that paladin portents?
6: What are the rules?
1: What
0: are the rules for what him. someone needs to be able to use one of his portents? Is a line of sight?
5: Uh, drusen has to be able to see them.
0: Ah. Okay. Uh, well, just uh, use the speaking was, stone if and if tell him to look crying. through the spyglass.
5: Yeah. If he was scrying. Scrying. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, drusen, can <laughs> you scry on me right now? Uh, I could really <laughs> use that eighteen.
2: Um okay so a uh, standard check uh so performance is good performance
0: is exactly perfect yeah
2: bongo drums <gasps> what 32
0: that is a natural 20 yes. for a total <laughs> of a 32 oh uh, yes uh. Oh, I'm pumped! Oh, good. <laughs> Dude, good so happy! Roll. Good
2: first roll, crumb Bar. rolls, I retire undefeated.
0: Uh. <laughs> a song is not what anyone would call the performance that they uh, that they will talk about from this night for years to come. This was not a song. This was a legendary medley, a a a theme. And uh, uh, and a and an impetus of dance and singing and drinks and uh, and and everything a DJ track for the ages.
5: There are too marriages much, that come from this night. Too much attention drawn.
0: Proposals are given, inspired by the majesty of this event. People who have never danced.
1: It turns into a hootenanny. <laughs>
0: At least one marriage is saved. At least one marriage
3: is destroyed.
4: I love this music more than I love you. Me too. A man (laughs) quits drinking.
3: I love boombox effects here going
0: on. A man quits drinking, and another drinks all night, and most drink all night.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Sales records are broken. So, (laughs) so anyone who's actively not listening to the music, and intentionally eavesdropping a conversation will
4: probably stand
1: out. I'm going to go so ahead dead. and say there's both advantage and disadvantage for the music. It cancels out. It's
4: the so conversation that Mock is having
5: goes on normally. <laughs> there's there's a man at a telephone, <laughs> and he holds it to the, the song and he goes, Hey, it's your cousin Marv. You know that new sound you were looking for? Oh, no. <laughs>
4: you he did it. it.
6: <laughs> A new genre is, a, is created <laughs> this
4: night. Turtle right. rock. Thank you. Turtle, turtle rock. rock oh no. Is born
0: yeah. in silvery moon this night. <laughs> a new genre of not just music but of performance itself that will spread through the sword coast. <laughs> turtle That's rock.
4: A turtle a good rock.
0: Alright. uh Go, go for it, Bach and mystery named dwarf. yeah, yeah
5: shh, we want to listen. Shh, quiet. <laughs> so,
1: uh, yeah, and as I mean, the cups are drained before the conversation resumes, and that's not because they drink at all, but because, as we said, this was an extremely. Pleasing, but also distracting performance. And like they ended up getting a ways into like the song before they were able to like realize that we're,
6: yeah, oh yeah,
1: we're we're a couple of strangers who are just trying to talk about strange things at a strange place at a strange time. And uh, the uh, as Mock turns back to her. He says... We heard from, uh... <clears throat> we, heard, we heard some information in the street that you are over at all the blizzards early today. Who's we? Uh, my comrades and I. The ones you, you noticed.
6: Well, you've, you've yet to share a name, friend. She holds out her hand she says, I'm Belva.
1: He said his hand as well. He says, I ah, can call me Mok. Pleasure to meet you, Belva.
6: Mok? Well, that's a very specific name, isn't it? Who would you happen to be the Mok of, uh, of recent intrigue, hmm?
2: He
1: says, uh.
6: See, you, Goliath oh, what, with you, what, it's a little odd.
1: What intrigue do you it mention?
6: A, oh, you know, all that business with Kundrakar. He gets around.
1: He says, uh. Kundrakar! Uh, Not really here to talk about that one way or the other, though it is rather interesting.
6: Well, for some, it's quite interesting. I don't know it's if I take much stocking all the rumors you know how it is
1: he says uh honestly uh like he said so really it's really our uh, my friend Barvik that i'm here for in his shop all the glitters i heard you were over there earlier and thought perhaps you know a little bit more about uh what may have transpired fairly nasty business um I
6: mean fairly fairly probable business but not my business and that's the problem uh, she takes a she, she like leans over and like grabs a little pack that she's got near, near her and she opens up at first it looks like this might be a silvery moon map of this you can kind of see the general shape of silvery moon reflected in the map but it's actually a sewer map Mm -hmm. Like, it's got all these, like, tunnels and stuff, and you can see the outlets in certain areas, and it's like, clearly this is a subterranean map. And she says, Since you asked, I'm... See what, uh, what's been going on. Put it that way. Uh... Trying to, uh, sort out what the, uh, what the, And she leans in for this one, uh, you know, and she uh, like drops her tone a little, even though the music is quite loud. And she goes, you know, the, the Sons of Iron have been taking up a lot of work in the town recently, and, well, you know, picking it up for everyone else. I just wanted to know what they were up to. Maybe we could work out a deal with whoever is paying them and, you know, undercut a little bit, take a little bit of that sweet, sweet mead money.
1: And he says, uh, well, uh, he, he says, well, t- tell me what your ambitions are with this business. He says, uh, I said, you're talking to an, an ally of Barvex here. And, uh, if you're looking for a little more of the son's business and I'm looking for my friend, what do you think? Perhaps there's all, all, all that we might do to help each other.
6: Well, if we make it more difficult for the to do their work, I get a little more time to do my work. And uh, uh, roughing them up a bit will get you what you need, that's it. Now my problem is, I don't think I can do this quite by myself. I've been waiting here for a bit trying to see who might pop in and here you are. So, and she points at a spot on the map, which I don't have the map with me, so I can't look at it. But she points at a spot on the map and she says, Best I figure, this is where we can go win, Assuming you have more than you involved. And she got, her eyes kind of flick over to like the giant ass Dragonborn in the corner. Uh. And she says, well... Mm-hmm. this is where where further they might be. Uh, mm. uh, can't be sure. But I wouldn't want to uh, I wouldn't want to mess with them on my own.
1: Uh, well, they they do have a reputation. Uh, what's to say this is the right place? And uh, what assurances that we're not just cooking a Kicking the hornet's nest unnecessarily. Says, uh, I know there's going to have to be a little bit of trust between us, and that's important to me since we're on a bit of a timeline, but, uh, still, I'd like to hear a bit more about why you think this may be the place to be holding them, and how much resistance you think they may have against us.
6: I've been following them bit here here bit there see where they go see where they come the only part i haven't figured out yet is for who's paying them but it's a lofty fee if you get what i'm saying
3: Hmm.
1: i do i do he says uh doesn't that doesn't that alone unnerve a bit such a lofty fee for Hmm. simple grunt work. The Mm -hmm. the job at Barber seemed like a smash and grab. Who is he but a local craftsman?
6: All I know is that the Suns of Irons don't do work. You, has been about like a smash and grab and I say than that, they're too expensive for something so small.
1: He says, "Well, I uh, I appreciate the uh, the information, but I'd like to little, a little a little bit know to know a little bit more about your sources if we're going to partner up." He says, uh, "We're bringing the, the the lion's share of the muscle if it's just you, and uh, if it's if it's strength for information, I'd like more from your end." Says, uh, You say you've been following them for some time. Tell me a little bit more about what their operation consists of. what, uh, Why they might be participating in this sort of activity.
6: I don't have. Mm. As far as their operations, Organized Crime Syndicate, one of the biggest. So money, I suppose, is what they're mostly dealing with. Mm. They're doing work on their own. They tend to do you know, whatever helps their organization specifically. They have their own goals. Mm. Oh, that they have occasionally contracted with uh, you know, people who can afford it. People who want that sort of influence or their power. Someone mm. who wants it under the radar. Someone who wants this thing done off the books. Mm. That would be that would be the reason, I suppose. But they won't mm. want it done right. Whoever it is, they want it done uh professionally. Oh about you, but you tend to get what you pay for when it comes to mercenary work and they're the most expensive, most powerful, and most picky uh, group around. Even if you have the money, that's no guarantee they're necessarily going to say, "I to whatever you're planning."
4: Hmm.
1: Uh, At this said, point, oh, sorry, go ahead, please.
6: Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just, she's just going on. She's just yeah,
1: saying yeah, yeah. No, I, this is this is good. This is accepted like
6: accepted. It is.
1: She sounds. She sounds like she knows what she's talking about. This is like a brief interview, right? Like asking a few questions, tell me more about their business. She's coming up with what seems like real answers, but mock wants to roll an insight check here, you know, like to get a sense, like is, is she nervous? Is she hesitant? Does she seem like she's spinning a yarn or is she someone like, Hey, like Mox said, they're going to have to trust each other on short notice. And is this kind of checking out? Uh, so he'd like to roll an insight check. I know we have Massimo here with me. Massimo hasn't said much, but has been there the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, do you want to roll? Do I want to roll? What's what, what what makes sense here?
6: Uh, I mean, well, she. Go, you can go ahead and roll, and, I, and I'll I'll explain. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Uh, so is Massimo assisting? I would here? say. Is that that I'm not rolling
6: against you.
5: Yeah, well, I uh, actually. Uh, yeah, he'll I've, he'll have been paying attention and kind of uh, his toe is definitely tapping to this turtle rock because it's, it's irresistible. Um, but when he sees Mach kind of giving, uh, uh what's the name again? Kalen? Belva. Belva, yeah. Belva. Belva. Belva kind of a look. He kind of uh, places a hand on the back of Mach's chair so that when Mach looks at him, they can kind of lock eyes and give him a nod or the shake.
1: Yeah. Um, great. So let me just throw a dice then.
5: Yeah, not the greatest roll. So Am I rolling an advantage for you or did you do both of them? Uh, I just did one. Yeah, definitely split okay, the roll here's up. The advantage.
0: OK. Uh, Ooh, so oh, so close a to five. our third 20 of the night. <laughs> it, 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 it rolled on it. It was a 5.
4: five. five. <laughs> Must move <So>, sharks.
1: <laughs> total insight. Ugh, I think that's only got him at a 6. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Never mind. No, no, I was looking at the wrong one. I'm not medicine. Wisdom. So he has plus 5, so it's still 11.
6: Okay, so you're you're looking her. Yeah, you're looking just at her like, you like check sizing out. up her countenance. Right. And you what you do see is that she's sizing you up right back.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: And finally, when when your eyes meet, like at the like we both notice that we're both sizing each other up. She kind of looks at you and shrugs, and she says, oh, "I have got nothing to lose," and she seems honest about it. You, yeah. you get a sense of of, a uh, truthful sort of, um, shit anymore kind of attitude. Yeah.
1: He goes, uh, he goes, he, 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 nods at Massimo and then he comes back and nods at Belva. And he says, he says, all right, let's get, he says, let's, let's do this. Me mean, uh, Barber's an important man. I know time is of the essence. If, uh, let's let's work together and watch each other's back but uh this this would be your plan what uh what do you recommend
6: it points to the map uh where the with the like entr- there's like a circled smudge of uh charcoal or something on the map there uh that she's marked and she says this is the place they go in the least frequently
4: mm-hmm
6: by my accountant, that's the best place to go in. Fewer people going to come up behind you. You know what I mean?
1: Is there, is there how, of, how, oh, go ahead.
6: how, how loud you want to go, how loud you want to go, I don't know. That depends on you guys. How good are you? I'm excellent.
5: He uh, hey. kind of like... Yeah. I am not
1: quiet. Right. Mock kind <laughs> of like...
0: We should go get our weapons, Aurora says which is obvious to everybody, but she's very nervous about that not being the plan.
1: <laughs> he says, yeah, well, uh, that's only going to make us louder. And uh, turning back to Belva, he says, it'll probably be smash and grab right back at them. Not a lot of subtlety, <laughs> to be honest. Says, uh, go
4: just as long as you know what
6: have... you're doing when you go in. And... We do. The turtle? Oh, wait. Holy shit. Do,
4: do, 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 do. I don't say
5: anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he says, uh, well, the last part would be once we smash and once we grab, which I have every confidence we'll be able to do. What, uh, what sort of options do we have for lying low and getting out from under these suns? They've got a reputation, and there's a lot more of them than there are us. How do we beat our escape, and how do we lose their tail?
6: Ah, uh, well. One is you don't let anyone see you. Two is you kill anyone who sees you. Three, you wear disguise the whole time so that when they do see you, they don't know who you really are when you escape that way. Uh, suppose you could bribe them. And then whoever paid, uh, to have your friend snatched up.
0: I love that I she's just, always. like, explaining, that link. like, the concept. Like, how do you not get noticed while doing something? She's just like, you don't know these things? Like I, don't know. I have
5: always <laughs> found that when the fire of faith and devotion burns bright enough, cowardly criminals will run of their own volition. And if that doesn't scare them, he reaches down for his sword and puts his hand on his hilt. I do not fear these sons of iron. Mok says, Just
6: start slow clapping. Like oh that's great! Whoa, to bring this guy around is pretty good.
1: He says, "Well, as we beat our escape, then it sounds like it's every man for himself. Safe houses. Yeah, the plan is that no one who notices us will survive.
6: That's a pretty good plan, you." You, you can't, uh, you can't deny that. It's effective.
1: He says, I can't. All right. Well, then, where do we, where do you want to meet and when?
6: Well, depends on you. I can go now.
0: I like that plan. I don't plan. have anything else to do. I like that plan, Aurora says. Says, I'd like to get there before round three begins.
1: Of course. Then we'll, we'll grab our gear. Oh, and be there. Whatever. I mean, we don't know where this place is, but, you know, let's say we...
3: I oh, do no, no, no. you know the place better than us. How long will it take yeah. us to get back to our things and back to the... Yeah, it's, sewer it's in
0: the... Yeah, it's in the... Like, whatever, like 30 right. minutes, 45 minutes. What?
3: Great, meet in 30, 45 minutes.
1: They make arrangements,
3: and we're off. Plus five
0: to don your armor. It takes a while. For... <laughs> Plus five to don. Full plate. Five I with assistance. Get
6: some food. You could, don't want to fight on an empty tummy.
0: It's yeah. a quick trip to the Golden Oak. Got to limber up. Armor up. Stretch.
3: Carbo load.
5: Uh, Check Massimo the blades. to take a moment, just a moment, to go to Grumbar at some point point to say, Grumbar, what happened? The barrel was beautiful.
4: <laughs>
5: he wipes a little tear from his eye and just like pats his shell. That's it.
0: Dan's um, disappeared. Oh, there,
2: yeah, either. yeah. My, my
0: voice.
2: Uh, is, uh, just my camera resets. I have a different setup
0: at the Golden Oak. Everyone's checking their blades, donning their armor. Aurora's checking her pack, leaving behind a couple things that were there for the travel. Because you guys, you know, you arrived here from the balloon. Uh, So she's quickly kind of unpacking her pack and then repacking it with uh, the adventuring supplies only uh, that would be needed. As I assume some others are doing similar things. And Aurora is the first ready to go. And she is standing by the door, like, not vocalizing impatience, but she's got, like, a nervous tapping of the foot, just kind of, like, she's feeling tasty. the door frame, uh, kind of, like, leaning on one elbow, then leaning on the other elbow, then leaning on her back against the wall, and then, like, just kind of, like, wiggling her shoulders the whole time. Uh, who's the slowest? Probably the people with the the if mock, maybe. Turtle. Because of the... Uh,
3: Pretty heavy armor too. Yeah, both of you. Some... Both of you have like yeah. quite. <clears throat> Mosco
5: wears plate, but has been wearing it all day.
0: Ah, Grumbar so, doesn't wear any armor. So yeah, Mok and Baron. I mean, to put on your full, you know, plate gear, it takes a while.
1: Yeah. So, Mok always wears in the battle his plate armor, which is also his dress armor, but he he kind of dresses it down a little bit, right? Takes off maybe some of the jewels, some of the finery. And throws on, like, a heavier cloak so that he doesn't, like, fucking sparkle in the night when he's walking
5: in this ideally stealthy mission. Does anybody want to get married while we prep? Uh, Massimo does have the ceremony spell, and if you get married right now, you'll have uh, plus two AC for the next seven days.
3: No, but oh. in your back pocket, a coming-of-age ritual for Aurora, really great topic oh, on that's a just yeah. throwing that out there. I had my eye on that one,
5: too. Probably more appropriate from you than from mm.
3: Maybe she's got a thing <laughs> for old dragons. Uh-huh. And finally, after an
0: excruciating several minutes, excruciating to Aurora, the group is ready to head out. As you head down the stairs of the Golden Oak, you see Belva sitting at the uh at the lobby bar of the golden oak a small uh a modest but uh but very well equipped with the highest quality spirits uh small small bar there and uh you hear her say mock m-a-u-k As, uh, as the bartender takes it and uh, meets up with the group. And we're going to continue next week from that point. Uh, mm. We're a little early here, but I think it's a good point to stop. And I'm pretty tired. Um, <laughs> enter Belva. And now we have our full West Coast crew. Yay! And we'll have Rob yeah. back next week. Who was uh, sadly missing this week? Who would uh, be ideal as you for enter the sewers? Thing.
3: Mm-hmm. That would be great.
1: Awesome. Looking to smash. Looking to grab. Looking to turtle rocket.
0: <sighs>
1: turtle, turtle rocket.
3: Really.
6: Turtle Rocker. If there's
2: fire. one, if there's one Battle. role you want a bard to do well on, the iconic. You're in a bar. You need a distraction. You have a bard. Bard should play <laughs> music. It says D&D 101. That's the role you want to knock out of the park. So I could not be. So, happy. I can't believe you got
0: a natural you 20 on that roll. So many, so many like signature moments in campaigns that have become like a yeah. memorable thing are from that choice 20. And it's not in combat yeah. because a crit uh, no. in combat is always awesome and fun and exciting. Usually not. Highly memorable. Weeks later, though, it was like, yeah, that time you did, you know, fifty percent extra damage, and it was awesome, and you had a really cool description. Uh, but it's yeah. not like it turns the tide. A natural twenty on like the right skill check, though, especially for something like that, it's just like it becomes fable. That's pretty, uh, pretty
2: phenomenal. And and Grembar has been to Moon. He has, you know, this is not a this is not like a hole in the wall town that uh, that we're here for like five minutes. So.
3: Pretty happy. I mean, this is not his first performance in this town.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could. uh,
3: He's he's, been around.
2: He goes into some bar. It's Grubbar! Oh my god! Yeah, because he knows Balin.